Are you trapped in Groundhog's Day? Hmm, happy Groundhog's Day 2023. Let's dive into that one today on 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgartner. In good Groundhog's Day 2023, everyone out there in podcast listening land. And again, welcome to 50 Years Later with me, Jim Bumgartner. And you know, it's so funny. This is a very, uh, this is a big day when it comes to the epiphany of it all. Because uh, number one, I forgot it was Groundhog's Day. Uh, it's us all this morning. Oh, Pookie Pucks, a tiny fill. The 45th or 103rd, however, however many Pakistani fills there have been at this point, I don't know. But I do know that, well, he's apparently, allegedly seen his shadow. And so we got six more weeks of winter as I drive on this snow and ice-packed road heading to the day job. You talk about thinking about all of this as a trap. Because it is. Okay, now as I shared with you yesterday, the past seven-day cycle was rough, man. I mean, with all the weather and illness and all the power outages, it was crap, right? So, but didn't beat me, didn't defeat me, threw me a little off course, but you know what? It wasn't the end of the world. Got up, moved forward. And then it really hit me yesterday at the day job when I got there. It's so funny how these things work out like this. So I walk in, gone for seven days. And like most day jobs that we all have, absolutely nothing had changed. Nothing. And then that distance of seven days gone and walking in and seeing that nothing changed. When you, the reality that today, when I walk in, it will be the exact same as yesterday. Tomorrow, don't have to be psychic to know it's going to be exactly the same again. And, of course, being Groundhog's Day today, I got to thinking about that great Bill Murray movie, Groundhog's Day, hmm, aptly named, and where he relives the day over and over and over and over. And God only knows how many times he lived the day over until he finally learned his lesson of what truly matters. And that's a very profound thing. And it's like to have that type of messaging is great. And we don't really see that from the machine these days. I mean, seriously, you're going to live your life exactly the same every single day. You're going to be trapped in it until you finally break free and realize what truly matters in life. And it's not what you think, right? The the day-to-day minutia of survival. Sure, you got to survive, but that doesn't mean you can't thrive. And the only way you truly thrive is by way of understanding that it's not about you. It's not about me. It's a collective thing. We really are in this together, folks. And when you give to one another in the most open and honest ways, that transcends what society says you give. And really, giving of yourself, your time, your attention, your talents, your true love for everything. Because that is the answer to all of this craziness that's going out there. Now, and it's that conversation itself, giving love, being the answer. Love being the answer. Sound like a as I was brought up to understand, that's that tree-hugging hippie stuff. Uh, yeah, but that tree-hugging hippie stuff in that narrative, and that label, is just that. It's a way to divide us again. But the reality is, at the root of all of your motivations, when you see where you've had the most quote-unquote success, is in the things that you gave the most love to. Now, sure, you may have made a lot of money in different ways and done different things that let you acquire the stuff that society marks as what is the the success barometer. But that's not it. It's just not. Because you'll find that 
it winds up being empty. Money can't buy happiness. Well, no. However, money does provide the means to allow you to live in a far happier state so long as you're, well, it depends on how you're acquiring your money, right? So anyway, I'm kind of getting past that ramble part right there. I'm really thinking about the whole idea of Groundhog's Day and the way, again, in that flick, Groundhog Day with or with Bill Murray and the lesson learned and then thinking about life in general and how we do get trapped in this, this god-awful circle if we're not careful. And we all do it because we get comfortable because it's it's consistent and consistency is great right gotta have consistency we do we as human beings love consistency even if it's something bad we at least it's there and you know it's nice and safe but if it ain't what you want then why do you keep doing it if it hurts why do you keep pushing the button with a broken finger you know and that's where i'm at this morning thinking about all this because again i've got my vision pretty set and this podcast is a huge part of that, huge part of that, because this is where I know I am in my natural state, the most comfortable. And that says a lot. It's, it's, I'm great that I decided to do this because I had fought doing this for a long time. Um, a lot of different reasons. Uh, they were all wrong because this is very, uh, enlightening to me in every one of these that I do. And thinking about this Groundhog Day thing. Another great um, piece of entertainment that explores that, even though it was not Groundhog Day, but they referenced the movie Groundhog Day and its premise, and it was the, the, on the show Supernatural. Can't remember what season or episode, but it was the one where Dean Winchester died every day. And Sam had to see that, his little brother Sam. And it was every damn day, every day. There was a new way that Dean died. And that was comedic. It was funny. I mean, it really was. And the reactions that Sam had in having to know that this is coming and trying to work around it and realize he couldn't do anything about it. And it was going to happen again and again and again and again. And all along the way, he was learning more and more about his surroundings as he went. And he was able to, you know, keep a bottle of hot sauce from hitting the floor and breaking and all the other little things that were going on peripherally before the big thing came when Dean would once again die. And then, of course, his eyes would pop open, and it was an Asia song on the radio, and he knew he had to do it again. And then, when he finally woke up to the next day, and, of course, it was a different tune and all that, but, but, that's not, but again, it's like my mind is going all wild right now thinking about the the lessons in that and that's the question I pose to you are you stuck in Groundhog's Day I know I am I sure am one faction of life is but this podcast is helping me break through because again this podcast I've never wanted it to be about me talking about me that was one of the things I didn't know but now I realize that in certain ways, in talking and sharing my experiences and observations and lessons learned and so on, that I know it helps other people because they're probably going, a lot of you are going through a lot of the things I have. And some of those things I got through, some of the bigger ones I did, because there have been, there over the span of the 50 years that I've been on this planet, 
I've had the opportunity to have some of those successes as we label them. Successes that I know were real successes. I've got that at home with my wife and daughter. Those are huge successes. That the path that finally got me there was not a successful path. (laughs) Or, excuse me, it was not lined with successes. It was a whole lot of struggle, heartache, and it was rough. Okay, one day I'll tell you the story. But right now it's not the one. Just know, though, that uh, I've had the opportunity to hit rock bottom and bounce at rock bottom quite a few times. But... As it has turned out, I was never meant to stay there. I was just there and bouncing there again and again and again and again and again and again. Every every one of the whiles, though, thankfully, as the Creator has made me, every one of those bounces led to, as the bruise healed, an observation of why did I get bruised to not get bruised again. Of course, that does lead to you can get caustic, you can get cynical, you can get scared, and you can get nervous and get afraid to take the chances. You shouldn't do that, ever. Be cautious in that you learn from the mistakes of things, but that's not a negative. It's just not. It's like, own it, know it, see it, learn from it, and understand that it is in the root, no matter who hits you with what, at the end of the day, the responsibility is yours own it because 99.99999% of the time it is our own fault no matter who did what at the end of the day it is still our own fault take that responsibility you should I know I do and it hurts it's embarrassing shameful but it is what it is but own it but don't let it control you I don't know this one is kind of going a little off the rails. It's like, uh, there's there's something I'm saying here that I, I'm hoping is registering with you. Because it's registering with me really hard this morning. And now collecting my thoughts in a cohesive way is a little tough. But, I don't know. I know the cycle has to be broken. No matter what situation you're in that you don't want to be in right now, I know you can break it. I know you can, because I know I can. You got to do what you got to do, but always keep your eye on what your vision is, your exit from where you are. Learn what you need to learn while you're there. Use the situation as it was intended to be. Keep your expectations in check as far as what something is. That's a big deal. I know, like, I'll give you a personal story. Say, like, with me right now, heading to the day job. Again, it's a fine day job. And for those who are... that It's just where they're meant to be. It's where they want to be. I can't necessarily agree with that wholeheartedly because I think there's always a little bit more. But collectively, we do need to work together on things that do create entities that provide jobs and goods and services to other people. That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But maybe you can do a little bit more, even with that, to make that better for all involved. And you should. If you listen to Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret, that's one of the biggest things there, his 30-day challenge. Try it for 30 days. Change your attitude. Understand your attitude. And do the best you can every single day. And you can. And it will 
benefit everyone around you, and that pays dividends that go far and beyond just a paycheck. Even though you probably see your paycheck increase because that's what's rewarded. Even in this crazy world we live in today, it's just true. So, I'm going to the day job. I know it's going to look exactly like it did yesterday, which looked exactly like it did seven days prior when I was gone for seven days. See, to me, that's that's terrifying to think of as being my reality, of being in that cycle, that Groundhog Day scenario. That terrifies me. But again, in the past, what I would have done be like, nope, I got to get away from this. And in doing so, it would be a terrible decision because they were terrible decisions when I've done that in the past because I didn't have my focus set, my vision clear, my purpose known. Well, now I do. Now I'm just trying to... No, excuse me, I'm not trying. I am getting that solidified. And my goal here is, more than anything, is to encourage and entertain millions of you all around the world every single day. Because one thing I learned a long time ago when it came to being behind a microphone and broadcasting it out to the area in which that signal could reach is that people, we're all looking just to have a friend and to have an anonymous friend that you can turn into whoever you want him to be or her is, uh, is, is good. Because I know whenever the first time I got behind a microphone where I could actually crack it open and talk a little bit to people and then there was a phone line that people could call in I learned how important that really was more than just spinning the top 40 tunes and playing commercials and all of that stuff it was there were so many people and like just right now with podcasting there's so many people who are tuning in because they can connect rather defining connection how real or unreal that is I don't know that's up to you But I know for the people who used to call into a particular radio station early in my career, I learned that lesson. And those folks would call every day, every time I was on the air, they'd call. And just to chat, wasn't just about requesting a song and telling me all their woes and problems. There was a lot of that. But I was a voice in the night. And it was good for them and good for me, more than I knew. Well, I watched other folks who were on the air who get all pissy about it. They don't like people calling like that, tying up the phone lines. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, you got to move them along because you got to free it up for other folks who are calling in with their other miscellaneous wants and needs for the radio disjunction to do. But those that were there, and they were there religiously, radio never shut off in their homes. And when they had that opportunity to call in just to say hi, chat a little bit, get caught up, connect Mm. so important so important and that's why when it comes to the world of podcasting it's like it'd be nice if this was a live presentation where I did take calls in but at the same time I'm not I'm not set up I mean like I say right now the way I'm doing it now this whole carpool thing (laughs) we're all riding in this car together kids and I hope you enjoy it I'm a good driver we made it haven't we but I don't know. But the lessons inside of there, because again, in those conversations inside of that realm and that career I had, it was a matter of taking that time to share the attention that I could give someone 
when they were alone a lot and we were able to just connect there helped them out a lot hmm that's love not just in me doing that for them but them calling in to me because them calling in to me let me knew let me know that I wasn't just broadcasting to cows man there were real people on the other side of that speaker huh so funny but you know and that's another reason why going into podcasting was interesting for me because you know be on the air for 10 years in radio in that manner and seeing the changes that came with that and the way the owners of radio stations changed the way that interaction worked because again I mean radio today is nothing like it was before you know the, the bodies aren't in the building 24 hours a day waiting to answer those calls and say happy birthday to someone special to the caller who called in playing that special song and that request to you know woo the other person because they were cool enough to get through to the radio guy to play that song and they said their name well it's amazing how one idea can just take you down all kinds of experiences And that's what I'm just going to kind of leave you with today. Wrap this thing up. With this whole Groundhog Day metaphor. If you're trapped in your Groundhog Day, what are you going to do to change it? Break the cycle of it and move forward. But understand that you do it with sincere love. How you can help others because that's going to help you more than anything that anyone can do for you Hmm. such a tree hugging hippie man good lord almighty speaking of which though I will go tree hugging hippie on you again keep your eyes and ears open on what's going on with what the boxes are feeding you now because all directions man they're beating the war drums like it's a good idea and I don't care who you are I will fight you tooth and nail Uh oh I just said a little slip there I guess but war is bad, kids. We don't need that. Especially a World War III situation. And I don't care what the armament is they're talking about using as a whole. It ain't good. And you got to wonder and you've got to ask, who's to benefit? And this, this whole argument that we're fighting for democracy. Well, who's? And define democracy. Not good. Not good at all. So, don't root for war, okay? That's all I'm saying. I got sucked into that belief mindset growing up. Sometimes you got to fight for what's right. But what the hell is right? What I know is right is you take care of everyone around you and those that you can help one-on-one. Then there will never be a war need for a war again by their conventional standards. The generals gathered in their masses just like witches at black masses. Mm-hmm. Treating people just like pawns in chess. Ah, anyway... This is one of those deep episodes that we'll just see what happens. I hope you all have a great day, though. Enjoy your Groundhog's Day. Know that the uh, the rodent has said there's going to be six more weeks of winter. But for your winter, you can put on warmer socks and do something bigger to get out of this cycle. So until next time, guys, have a great day. This is 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgartner. And salute.